Hi, welcome to the I Call You Blessed podcast. Now, let's get into today's word with Pastor Hector Soto. That today, God has shown His love to us more than ever before. God has loved on us. God has showed His grace, His mercy. He has, he has forgiven us. And He has, listen, can I just be straight with you? He has been putting up with us for such a long time. He's been putting up with our attitudes. He's been putting up with our self-entitlement. He has been putting up with our vocabulary. He's been putting up with the junk that we do behind the scenes that nobody sees. He's been putting up with the hypocrisy that when we come to his house or we're in front of someone else who is also a believer, we act a certain way, we talk a certain way, we behave a certain way. Isn't it weird how there are those that have their cliques and their friends and their certain groups? When you're with this group, you act a certain way. When you're with that group, you act a different way. When you come to the house, it's a totally different thing. My God. I didn't know that you could take the halo, take it off and hang it on your wall. I didn't know that you could take off the robes of righteousness, put them behind the door next to your robe and put on the world's robe and go outside the garment of the world and go outside and do whatever it is that you want to do. I didn't know that we could do that. But can I tell you that God has been seeing that? He's been watching that. He sees us every time that we step outside of grace and into our own will. He sees every time that hypocrisy comes over us and we pretend to be something that we're not. And he sees every time that you judge and you criticize and you bad mouth and you say the things that you say. Can I tell you why it is that the nation is the way that it is right now? The nation is this way because the nation has forgotten who their first love is. They have forgotten who their God is. They have forgotten as a nation. We have forgotten the holiness of who our father is. We have forgotten the word that his eye is on the sparrow and he sees me where I am. It goes on, it goes on, it goes on and it's so descriptive. He says, the things that you do in the dark, He says, they're going to be revealed in the light. My God, don't do it. This is not one of those messages that people are jumping up going, whoo. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Feel me, Lord. Oh, touch me, Jesus. This is one of those messages where we have to introspect, we have to self-examine, and we have to come. Let me tell you why the Lord put this in my spirit. The Lord put this in my spirit because of the things that I've been watching on media and the things, the things that I've been looking around at the body of Christ and how they are running things now. Listen, as ministers, we cannot afford any longer to be preaching feel-good messages. I can't afford it anymore, Jacob. I can't afford it. I can't afford my pastor or my preacher to just kind of tickle my ear and, and tickle my, my head and just say, hey, man, it's going to be a pat me in the head. It's going to be okay. 
I cannot, we cannot, we don't have the luxury anymore to be wasting time. Listen to this. In Kabul, we just got message. You might have seen it. Apostle Jeremy Laborde posted it. In Kabul, an underground church, Sister Cruz. An underground church. Jacob, an underground church. They had to go and be hidden to serve and worship God. They had to be hidden to read the word of God, to have services. They had to do it behind closed doors where the, where the armies and the law could not see them because it's against the law to worship Christ. They, you have to be a part of their religion or their sect. If not, then you are considered a threat to their society. And there are people who are serving God, even in the midst of the things, hallelujah, that are coming against them. They are still serving God. And it was just a night ago or two nights ago when the soldiers went into the underground church and the people that were worshiping and the people that were praising were slaughtered and they were killed. An entire church, Pastor Isaac, is now in the presence of the Lord. And here we are with empty chairs. And here we are saying whatever it is we want to say, doing whatever it is we want to do, allowing the enemy to have his way. Seeing the things that are ungodly and still not saying a thing about it. Giving in and saying, it's okay. He loves me anyway. No, let me tell you right now. He does love you. But because he loves you, he cannot allow sin to dwell in the same place of holiness. You have to transfer over out of the ungodliness and into the godliness of the Lord. The only bridge is the blood of the Lamb. The only way is the blood of Jesus. The only way is your relationship with Christ. And he goes on and on. And I read the scripture to you. But listen, listen to what, listen to what he says over here. I pulled up some other scriptures. And I, want to, I don't want to read them to you. Look what he says in verse 8. He says, I say to you that whoever declares openly and confesses me before men, speaking freely of me as his Lord, the Son of Man also will declare openly and confess him as one of his own before the angels of God. This is why I know. This is why I know that the people that were slaughtered, the people that have been dying, the martyrs, are in the presence of the Lord. They were willing. If you read the statement, if you read the, 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 what they wrote out, if you read it, it says that the mother and her children, the children were telling the mom, mom, we will not deny Jesus. We will not deny Jesus. And they were worshiping and singing. Went in the background and they were on the phone talking to a local person or somebody here. And they were on the phone when all of a sudden you hear the door being broken into. And you hear the screaming and the yelling and then all of a sudden gunshots. And then everything went silent. Ladies and gentlemen. I want you to consider this for just a moment. And I, I'm not, I don't want to be graphic. I'm not trying to be graphic. This is real. 
Remember what was it three years ago when they were when they were killing the Christians that they were actually cutting their heads off and all that? Remember that when they were doing all of that? Had 29, 30 ministers, evangelists, missionaries, and they actually took video of it. I'm going to tell you something because I feel like I need to say this or else somebody's going to fall out in depression here. But listen to this. The devil still loses. The enemy still does not win. Because the Bible says that to be absent in the body. Ha! To be absent in the body, glory to God, is to be present before the Lord. So I'm going to tell you right now, everyone that has stood before the firing squad, everyone that has stood before persecution, everyone that has stood their ground and has not given in to the enemy's fight, we win because we have a God who has promised us a tomorrow in his presence. Don't be afraid of those that kill the body. Hallelujah. But think on the one who has your tomorrow in his hands. He's the one that you should revere. He's the one that you should reverence. He's the one that you should adore. He's the one that you should glorify. In the book of Romans 12, 1 and 2, he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, I appeal to you. By the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. I want you to, I want to just point out something here. The Holy Spirit showed me this. He's showing me this right now. He's not asking, listen, he's not asking for your fleshly worship. Isaiah, listen, he's not asking for your fleshly worship. There's a difference in your fleshly worship and in your spiritual worship. Your spirit is the one that is connected to the Father. That's the one that's connected to the Father. That's the one that knows the spirit of the Lord, Sister Adriana. He's your spirit man. There's a difference, Miko. There's a different, Pastor Jesua, in who it is that we are when we acknowledge the spirit man or we acknowledge the flesh. When you recognize the Father and you worship him in spirit, the word of God says, and in truth. That's when you know you have a relationship with him. Ask your flesh to worship. Your flesh will fight you every step of the way. Let's go to church. Uh, 
tired. Come on, sing, worship. Uh, the flesh doesn't want it. The flesh doesn't want anything to do with the things of the Lord. The flesh doesn't want anything to do. Your spirit man, the Bible says, this is what Jesus told his disciples. The spirit man is always willing. Your spirit man recognizes the will of the father. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit man. And they come together and they become one. As a matter of fact, the example that we have or the proof that we have is when Jesus himself was praying for the people, praying for his disciples, praying for the people around him. He said this. He said, Father, that they may be one as you and I are one. What was he talking about? He wasn't talking about the fleshly. He was talking about the spirit man. And the Bible tells us that when Jesus was kneeling at the garden in Gethsemane and he's praying to the father, then we see the glimpse of the flesh. Up to that point, it had only been the spirit man inside of Jesus that we had seen. He, listen to me, listen to me, listen to this, please. Listen, as the Lord reveals this to you, let him reveal this to you. Jesus was not crucified on the cross. Jesus did not crucify his flesh on the cross. Jesus crucified his flesh every single day that he walked on this earth. Every time he went to his prayer garden, every time he called on the name of the father, every time that he obeyed the Holy Spirit instead of obeying the flesh, every time that he yes said yes to God and he said no to his flesh, every time that you see him go before the father, he was crucifying the flesh. By the time he got to the cross, his flesh was submissive to the spirit man. This is why the Bible says that he was not taken. He went freely, willingly. To find out more about this ministry, visit us at icallyoubless.com. Until next time, I call you blessed.